Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, folks. This episode was called The Package. The Package. The yes. Package. Sorry. I thought you were doing that. <laughs> you blanked for a second. I was no. like, hey. Oh, no, I thought you were doing it since I did the hello, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. We, we <laughs> messed it up. We'll start from the top. Okay, okay. okay. We're, we're usually... The Package, guys. Hello. We're, we're ready to go. We're usually so professional here. <laughs> I'm Nick. <laughs> and Tim. <laughs> this is an episode that neither one of us had much memory of. No, I remember the flashback stuff, I remember, or the sideways stuff, I remembered some of. But yeah, it was because it's just a lot of pieces. It is a lot of pieces moving around. And I guess you tend to remember a lot of like the big moments that happen. And this is very much setting thing, moving things around, setting things up. Before we get the, the newbie talk, it does seem like one of the, I don't know, downsides, but one of the things about season six, it seems like there's a number of episodes of just moving pieces. Mm. Like it just seems like there's more of that. I don't know why. Maybe just because it's, you get all these weird groups yeah. going on. A lot of the, yeah, a lot of our characters really do feel like pawns at this point. They're kind of waiting around to be set in motion. Kate did a lot of just sitting by the fire this episode, which, I mean, not every episode can you do everything with everyone, but like both camps are both kind of like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? But anyway, um, we should get, get over to Janelle here. Uh, Janelle, let's get your newbie impressions here. Oh, let's see. I'm pissed that Charles Widmore has Desmond (laughs) and brought him to the island by force. Did, Did you see that coming? No. (laughs) <laughs> not not in the least. We we kind of forgot about Desmond, didn't we? He hasn't been around at all. He was happy. He was. <sighs> I wanted him to be left in peace with Penny. <laughs> or Penelope. Either or. Yeah. Okay. So that's my first thought. I'm confused about who's the bad guy and who to cheer for now because... <laughs> Widmore's been a bad guy for a long time, but Man in Black is also a bad guy, and they are at odds with each other. And I guess the usual two enemies were Widmore and Ben. But, yeah, my brain doesn't know what to do with that pairing and doesn't know if what Widmore wants for the island is going to be better than what Man in Black wants. Yeah, that that, that is a bit unfortunate, I feel, like about Widmore's whole storyline here, is that... We know we don't like him, but it's, it's it's sort of like the enemy of my enemy is my friend here, except we're not sure. Winmore's own motivations are kind of unclear. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I don't know how clear they actually wind up becoming. Yeah. I guess we can assume that if he was able to defeat Man in Black, although I don't know how you defeat the guy at this point, but like contain him, he's basically still going to wind up creating his own power center. He's just trying to establish his own rules for the island. Although, I mean, that's tricky because Jacob's gone. And so he can't, can't, like, jump right back into what he had before. But he doesn't know Jacob's gone, but... Well... Well, does he? I don't know. No, that's the other thing. It's hard to know exactly what he knows. And again, I think that's another possible weakness of the season is that there's a lot of unknown motivation, which we've always had, but, like, now we have, like, two or three major players that we don't know what they're doing. Jacob, Man in Black, which we're getting closer to knowing what he's doing. And now Widmore. Yeah. In a normal season, like season four, it would, we'd have a whole lot of time that that'd be just about what Woodmore's people are doing. Yeah. But now, like we've had, we've been spending a lot of time on Jacob's machinations and Man and Black's machinations, and now Woodmore has his own set. Like he, apparently, they have timetables for when they want to do certain things. And apparently, according to him, if Man and Black gets off the island, everyone dies, like mm-hmm. just straight up. Which is basically kind of similar to what Isabella was saying last episode. Yeah. So they seem to be in agreement on that, at least. But anyway, sorry, we kind of went off on a tangent there. Anything else? Yeah, I thought that the 
Sun and Jin Purgatory was an interesting, interesting take. And I absolutely didn't uh, expect that in Purgatory they're not married. It makes sense to me that the thrust of their thing was being separated or not being able to be together. Of course, that's been their thing for a while. Yeah. Or things continuing to go wrong in their relationship, like poor Jin accidentally shooting her, and then, oh, guess what? She's pregnant, which uh, is really not good if you're not married to her, in this case especially, because of her father finding out. Mm -hmm. You mind if I jump on that real quick a little bit, the sideways stuff? Okay. Do you have anything else in sideways you want to talk about? I guess purgatory... The still not speaking English makes sense to be part of purgatory for Jin, and and still being under the Mister Pike's thumb. Mm-hmm. That sounds like purgatory for Jin. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, the trick with doing it sideways for Sun and Jin is they are they are also characters who really worked through a lot of their issues on the island. Mm-hmm. So there's not really. Unlike Jack, who had some unfinished baggage, or Ben, who had lots of undealt un- 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 with baggage. I don't feel that Jen- Sun Jin had as much, mm-hmm. as far as we know. So, yeah, I can sort of see how their sideways is not necessarily quite as, like, character meaningful as... Trying to finally be together, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was certainly interesting to watch, but it felt more plot-centric rather than character-centric in some ways. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just, yeah, a, a remix of the sorts of issues that we've seen them have before. Yeah. Like you said, being under her father's thumb and stuff like that. It is interesting. We had two episodes now that are largely subtitled. Like, <laughs> there is a lot of other languages going on in the last two episodes, which is kind of cool. I mean, just interesting that, like, Lost doesn't care if you have to, you know, speak a foreign language for the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Let's go for it. Great use of Mikhail, though. Yes. <laughs> I kind of forgot, I completely forgot he showed up. That was oh, great. Boy. <laughs> All cleaned up. Uh, let's, let's get that guy, that guy who speaks, like, seven different languages, <laughs> bring him at Mikhail. <laughs> and, of course, when he gets killed off, he gets shot in the eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> They're having fun with their illusions uh, in, the, in a really dark way. Yeah. And they paid off, luckily, on the on the Saeed flash sideways. So that was nice. Yep, so we got that. I appreciated that tie-in. Although, Saeed, I remember his flash sideways. He seemed a little bit nicer. And in this one, I mean, I guess it was nice in one way to give Jin the ability to free himself. But come on. <laughs> really? Well, you just killed a couple bunch of people. Probably don't want to get to know some guy who knows that you did it. I guess you don't know. Well. If, I mean, Jin could have been another criminal for all he knows. I mean, yeah, he doesn't know. Yeah, he's, he's on full alert at that point. I guess that's true. Yeah, I think that covers sideways pretty thoroughly. And it was nice. It's been a while, it feels like, since we had a Sun and Jin episode. Yeah. Was there even one in season five? I'm trying to... Well, I guess we saw things about Sun. Was Gian... Let's see. Gian... Gian. That yeah, was four. That season, a season four episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. I feel like that was the last dedicated episode for them both. Although I could be wrong about that. Well, I'm remembering, but yeah. yeah. But so it's nice to see them, and both sides are like, "Son, we'll get, you, we'll, we'll reunite you with your husband." And she's like, "Okay." Oh boy. <laughs> oh, I was proud of Son for running away from Man in Black. Yes, I, she did that, and I thought that was smart. That was the right decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and I f- I felt like her not being able to speak English was some comic relief. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, poor thing. 
Yes. She's so frustrated. He's like, I just want to, I'm dealing with family stuff. I don't care about the saving the world things. I don't know what you guys are talking about. And she can't speak English. (laughs) I always wonder why they made that choice. It's just an interesting choice to have her not speak English in this set. You know, I remember back when it happened, and it was like, is it somehow connected to Sideways? We didn't know about Sideways then. And so mm. anything that would happen like that, uh-huh. they'd connect to Sideways. But it's just an interesting, I mean, is it just for, for the isolator? I mean, what is, is it just because of the whole loss of translation thing? Or is it, is there something else going on? I, 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 or is it just for fun? I don't know. I feel like it's just a complication to kind of add something new interesting. And, and I guess if you want to go off the, like, season six mirrors season one in some ways which it kind of that you're mirroring like here's a quan that doesn't fully speak english English. so we know that uh kate and claire are not not candidates according to men in black their names have been scratched if you can trust if you trust if you can trust them well Well, that's what he said that's what he said i mean they've been talking about there being six candidates we still necessarily i thought we were including kate at least i know as one of those let's see jack hurley sawyer uh, Saeed. Cool. Saeed. Well, okay, I guess he's still... He hasn't been scratched off yet. Oh? Yeah, I know, but anyway. Quan. At least a lot... Probably Alana was... I guess Oceanic 6. Was that... That, that doesn't quite work. Because Aaron is not a candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, the rest of those... You could just count the rest of Oceanic 6. That's five people. And then add Sawyer to the list. Yeah, but it doesn't quite... Yeah, I don't know. I'm wondering... Well, I'm certainly wondering if Man in Black was telling the truth. And also, if Kate's name got scratched off, how did Kate's name get scratched off? She didn't die. No, true. Although, they do answer that to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah, they, they get around to it, I think. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think you necessarily have to die to be scratched off, te- technically. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, we've been talking about it. A lot of these people get scratched off. <laughs> most of them get die. Most of them die, yeah. But, but I think... I th- Eventually, I think Jacob says that there talks about some other reasons why, like, they have too much of a family connection to somewhere else or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like I said, there's lots of moving pieces here. Yeah, Desmond showed up, of course. Jin, poor Jin gets to see Ge-Eon. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting to decide to put Jin in room 23. 23, oh, yeah. Gosh. It's like, that's a callback call from season three for some random reason. Oh, wait, maybe it's because it's... That's coming up in an upcoming episode. I don't know. We'll see. I don't... Well, anyway, I don't remember, but... They probably, probably just want to throw those words up there of... <laughs> they, yeah. Everything changes your college room suffering, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, it's... I think it's a partly forgettable episode. Not because it's not... It doesn't do things, but because it's almost like a bridge between last episode and... Yeah. I think what I remember the next. Yeah. Well, in, in some ways, it almost feels it's also here because... We haven't had a Jin and Sun yeah. episode, and we feel like we should. <laughs> you gotta give them a sideways something because they're important, still not dead characters. Right, right. So yeah, it's it's not quite as memorable, not quite as amazing, but good, good. nice to have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So any, did we forget anything, Natasha? She just kind of shrugs. Yeah, we're all like, eh. we're just gonna put the the Ben Burn from this time. Like, why don't you believe me? You're talking. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to be good, kind of. <laughs> why is it so hard to be, why am I so bad at being good? <laughs> there's so much, um, the word baggage is a little overused, but there, there's so much history with these characters at one at this point. It's interesting to see them bounce off each other um, mm. and all the ramifications thereof. Like Jack says, it feels like it's been 100 years since you planted this garden. 
And it has been a long show. Yeah. So anyway, we'll wrap this up. Thanks for listening to the Weekly Hijack. There are more. There's more Lost season six coming up. We are approaching the end of the final season. Until next time, <laughs> this is Tim. This is Nick. And Janelle for good measure. <laughs> bye bye.